0: Places, everyone. We're now broadcasting. Roll the tape in. Three, two... A new audio drama. Appaloosa Radio is where stories come alive. Wearing Windows by Paul Lawrence A 91-second story In 1976, as a young professional, I joined a large state agency and was assigned a cubicle in a former conference room, now converted to office space. Our headquarters building had been built during the 1930s, and was much too small for its present contingent of employees. My cubicle was on the far left next to a wall. Christopher's was at the far end, also adjacent to a wall. In between us lay the cubicles of two women, Kathy and Sarah, and, most importantly, the room's only window, a narrow but very tall window with a decorative screen on the outside. Since the use of the conference room for cubicles was only to be temporary, The walls between the cubicles were not attached to the floor, and hence movable. During my first week there the window was in Sarah's cube, but over the weekend the walls were moved and the window was now in Kathy's. Then, a couple days later, it was back in Sarah's. This time the walls were wedged between some very heavy boxes. Not to be deterred, Kathy moved all the heavy boxes back to a storage closet one evening after we had all left. But two days later. The window was back in Sarah's cube. As the walls continued to move, the relationship between the women deteriorated. Then, over a long holiday weekend, Kathy, who was a handy fixer type, made the ultimate play. She moved the walls and then bolted them securely to the wooden floor. She claimed that she had been afraid the walls might fall on her. I cannot describe the intensity of official consternation that Kathy's actions caused, the agency's director and multiple layers of assistant directors and the division head and the unit manager. All became fixated on us and our undersized cubes in the former conference room. Eventually a typically bureaucratic response emerged. We were all moved. I was sent up to the sixth floor, the former attic and given a tiny, dark niche. I had a computer, but no access to a printer. I had to go down the back stairs to the third floor where my printer was. Christopher was sent to a second floor storage room behind the cafeteria. Both Kathy and Sarah were assigned to field offices far outside the headquarters building. Some months later, We were told that the agency had acquired an old warehouse, which was being rehabilitated into office space. When I came through the main door of the new annex, I saw only a complex maze of hundreds of cubicles, all of the same size and all had the same color. I looked down at the cube walls. All were securely bolted to the floor, and there was nary a window to be seen. Appaloosa Radio is now webcasting extremely short fiction stories, that is, audio stories that are about 90 seconds long.